27 presents cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs. I'm Wild America, and I'm here to argue with all of y'all. And today, straight from South Africa, she became an MC at the age of 16. This lyrical wordsmith slash poet has been killing the hip hop game. She's an international brand ambassador. She's a voiceover character on Disney Plus. She is the hottest, keyword hottest Fahrenheit, female South African hip hop artist, period. And what's even crazier is she got a degree in media and anthropology. From love and hip hop, y'all, South Africa, Gigi LeMaine. I love that intro. I always want to get credit for my intro. Listen, I've never intro. heard anybody do it like that. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, that is my trait. If I don't give everything I have on the intro, mm -hmm. I don't know where it's going. I'm going I'm to make sure I need to do a 30-second intro every time. <laughs> well, you know, I killed it. That was one of the quietest ones. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. I mean, because, you know, there's no alcohol or anything. Oh. That, that kind of hyped that one up, so... You know, so I am really excited. The world, let me tell you how this works, okay? So yesterday, working on some painting, my buddy DJ Q11, y'all know Q is always on this show. Q may be the biggest I'm here to argue podcast fan. If we was live and we're doing this remote on phone, mm. he always chimes in every interview, say what's up. He like to say, he like to hype his people up and then he bounce out and say, I gotta get off so I can listen. <laughs> so shout out to Q out here. So. This is the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge presents the I'm Here to Argue podcast, and we are live at Evolution Creation Studios in Greenville, G Vegas. We're taking it up to G Vegas. This is season three, episode one. I was holding off on doing season three till next week, but when you get a call from DJQ11, you got to do what you got to do, and look who he brought. I did not know that it was going to be <laughs> Gigi LeMay. Stop. I did not know. So y'all hear this accent? We blessed with this accent. This is going to be a pleasant <laughs> interview. We about to hear this accent. And if I forget to ask a question, mm -hmm. it's because I was listening to her talk. Oh, wow. And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay? I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question is, Yeah. when did you decide that I want to be a hip-hop artist? I want to write. I want to go mm. into this life. I want to mm -hmm. get in that water. I want to jump in that fire with being in entertainment? Mm, you know what? It was actually a mistake. 
So I was actually at uh, in university and there were these activations with uh, a liquor brand that was there. And uh, there was this huge competition, a contest where it was kind of like, if you could sing or you could rap or you could do spoken word, uh, come onto the library lawns and, um, you know, drop your 16 or like sing, whatever it is. And I was in between classes, so it was politics and media. And I decided that I was going to be 10 minutes late for my politics class. And <laughs> I ran into this like, caravan and um, I did my 16. And uh, all the guys who were there were just like, well, okay, this is like cold. I was like, what does cold mean? Yes. <laughs> like, what's going on? And um, three weeks later, I got a call. And they were like, you know what? You've been selected for this thing. Uh, the prize is that you get to... Uh, be at Ultra Miami and you also get your first uh, management deal and you get your song to basically get blown up across Southern Africa. And I didn't think I, I was going to win. Um, and like I'm saying, it, it was my mistake, right? Oh, wow. And um, <laughs> then a few weeks later, I got like voted into the top three out of like 50,000 people. Uh, performed <laughs> and then I won and I was just like what is going on uh, I won uh, and I just remember my mom saying to me you know I, I still want that degree to come home because you'll be the first graduates in the family uh, but you can do music all you like we're okay with that sure. and yeah like I'm saying it was a, a big mistake and then coming back from Miami everyone kind of knows who you are at the mm -hmm. airport and just in university and uh, I just stayed true to myself. I was just like, I'm going to finish. I really want this degree for my mom and for myself. Finish that and um, I became a superstar in South Africa. Superstar <laughs> is the word. Superstar <laughs> is the word. Key yeah. word. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So, and I heard you say the word uh, university. Yeah. Why is it a is it a, a an African thing? Why yeah. don't they say college in there? What's what's the yes, thing? That is a very good question because college is not university. Like university okay. is better than college. Like, um, <laughs> like I'll that. explain that to you though, because the university I went to is a sister school to Yale. Okay. So yes. I mean Yale is not Yale College, right? It's Yale University. Yeah. So yeah. the University of the Witwatersrand is also university. Same colours, almost the same emblem. Everything is like similar. But like colleges um I mean, people do go to colleges and college comes just before university. Okay. Um but yeah we call it university and it's like the toughest to get into so <laughs> when you get your strides from university you make sure you say university because it's tough Dude, to get in there <laughs> i love listen see we already learning something right now yeah think about this job we are like five minutes in and she already don't schooled us to the game what <laughs> is university yeah university i gotta say it like that too i went to Univer the university <laughs> university <laughs> so walk me through this yeah when you realize, when did you realize, like, oh my God, this happened? Like, when did it pop and you realize, I'm there now, I'm that chick now, I'm that diva, I'm that star? What moment in your yeah. career so far where, like, it just popped? Like, you could have been on stage and were like, bam, mm, yeah. I'm it now, I am, she is me. I don't know if I'm it now, because I'm just, like, super hungry. And uh, I'm super, I, I don't know if I'm there now, but when I, I kind of figured out that it was like definitely a calling and what 
the universe or God in this instance would want me to be was probably when I performed the president's inauguration in my country. Oh, so just being called up to do that, I mean, what what female rapper, like what, <laughs> what rapper does like a performance at the presidential inauguration, right? Um, that was unheard of. That is, know? I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I was the youngest there. And um, I think that's when I kind of knew, okay, this is like a serious calling. Um, but in terms of being there yet, I, I don't feel I'm there yet. Like, I like that feeling. You stay yeah. hungry. How do you do? How do you do? Did the university? University. Get, you, know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm still hungry until I'm full. I'm never going to be full. Like, it's kind of like if you go to Olive Garden, you get that bottomless pasta. Right. Some people... <laughs> You know, they get that second plate of bottomless pasta and they pay the money uh -huh. and they be like, I paid my 13, I got two plates. But there's some people like, I want all the pasta. Like, yeah, I definitely want all the pasta. You getting it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not, I don't get easily satisfied. Like, I'm, I'm my biggest critic. Um, I'm definitely like a perfectionist and perfection doesn't exist. Is it hard? Is it hard? Yeah. Is it hard as an artist? Is it hard for... When you record a song, yeah. like you did the song great, mm. but and everybody thinks the song is great, but it's like you feel like you yeah. left some meat on there, or you yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm an artist, but I'm a black woman. I love that. And for me, black woman comes before artist. So with everything I do, I know that there are like a lot of young women on my social media who look to me to be able to deliver, and I think that's why I remain hungry because there's so many girls looking for a plan looking for a way out looking for how to do things how to mm -hmm. start their next business and because we don't have that many like women especially in the african context who are like really pushing you know boundaries uh, myself and like quite a few amazing women um know that we've probably been called to do that so i think the hunger definitely comes from like even the young girls around us who are like it almost feels like a what next situation like mm -hmm. what are we doing next like okay are we doing this now um okay um some of us are going to try and become artists we're going to get into studio uh we're not going to fall into weird ways of making money we're mm -hmm. going to do the right thing and we're going to you know thrive on the fact that we have you to look up to and i mean i've got amazing women around me still in africa like i'm not the only one so i think the hunger definitely comes from that just knowing mm -hmm. that i'm a young black woman with responsibilities. I haven't had kids of my own yet. I've never been married yet um, because I just feel like the agenda is bigger. The cause is bigger. Uh, once you know that your purpose is bigger, it's, it's not very easy to settle. It's not very easy to um, compromise. Um, my mom always says I probably would have been some political activist, <laughs> you know, but I was literally born when apartheid ended. So chances are, you know, I might have gone into politics to try and change the world. Yeah. I mean, you have that. I mean, your music speaks that, too. I've been listening to your music and, you know, just getting a very crash course on just you. And you're yeah. very unique. And just Thank you. If, if I've only had less than 24 hours <laughs> to to research you and there's some <laughs> people that have been around for this whole journey, this whole mm. ride to see where you're at and the standards you set. Yeah. Let me ask you this now, correct me if I get this wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to send an American comparison, okay? okay? And this is where, if I miss, and you correct me on another artist or another way to be. Yeah. If I was introducing you as saying what Cardi B is to America for his charts, for his viewers, for his um, social media, for his TV, would I say 
you are equivalent. So somebody say, who is Gigi LeMay? Yeah. And I say, what Cardi B is to the United <laughs> States, she is to South Africa. I mean, I just saw on a news channel, so maybe I've been on a couple of news channels. I was just trying to I say. Don't know. <laughs> she's also on Love and Hip Hop, isn't she? I was going to say. Um, she's on Love and Hip Hop. You're on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, she's quite she's funny. I this. think I'm funny too. I'm like funny, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to No, but I mean, those are big shoes to fill and a huge shout out to her. I think she definitely, like, the one thing I really respect about Cardi is that, like, even though there's, like, an American, you know, element to her, I love how she represents the, you know, the Dominican Republic and mm -hmm. just, like, how different she is and how she collides collaborates with people and just how um, she really wears her heart on her sleeve like she when do. she believes in something she believes in it so I mean for you saying that I think I think it's more of an honor for me you know because I do uh, listen to her stuff yeah um, and yeah she's a queen in her own right you right. know she's a queen in her own right I, I don't know how to respond to that but I'm it's, it's, it's you know, good the comparison that, that, is good listen, if I said that to you and you're like hey I'm on I, I mean, hey, I, I did a little bit of homework. <laughs> clearly, out, you know? clearly, clearly. But I really thought that when I was listening and I've seen your video, I watched, yeah. you know, about what you stand for and everything you're doing. I'm like, she's a leader. She she understands that this is this is bigger than just me. Yeah. Because a lot of women, when they start, they don't think about it's bigger than them. They think Absolutely. about them. So yeah. like, I need to do me. I got to eat versus yeah. like, I noticed that. I said, she's doing this mm. and, and it's... I can just tell in your videos and everything you're doing, mm. you didn't go another route that a lot of people do to stay relevant. relevant. So, um, thank you. <laughs> so I can say, so when I post a Blake, she's the Cardi B of South Africa. I'm just saying. Well, Cardi B is the American version of Gigi. Yeah! So break this down. Do you remember your very, 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 very first show? Yeah. Bring it down to me. I want I want people to go through the ride. I was scammed. I was I what was scammed. I was scammed. Scam? Scammed. Scammed. Yeah. I was scammed. Okay. I, I was booked in a different country. That was actually my first show. Went up there to the show and uh I didn't know about deposits and you know it's time to get paid. Funny enough, I was actually with my mom and my stepdad. Um huge support systems. Amen. They love me, everything I do, literally, amen. She prays for me all the time. And um I went up there and I performed and I didn't get paid. And the crowd was like maybe like 4,000 people in. Really? At a huge festival. Um, but I'm just really grateful for the experience. Really? But now I know better, you know, about deposits and getting right. paid. But it definitely went onto my resume. Mm -hmm. And um, I learned a lot from the experience, you know, from not having accommodation. To like, you walked it yeah. though, right? Yeah, we ended up paying for everything. I mean, when we were out there, like it's a different country. You don't know what's going to happen yes. to you. But just um, the hunger, like I said, is, is what I really, you know, thrive on. And I'm just mm -hmm. grateful to have performed there. But no, I don't take like shows anymore unless you like paying everything in full now. Okay. <laughs> Reason I do this, I like to ask everybody, especially the artists, if, mm. if it's getting introduced to people, I got three questions. Well, really four. I just asked your first yeah. show. Mm -hmm. Then I want to know what was the very worst set or show you've done. The guys we crack up, the stories that I remember asking Q, yeah. the worst DJ show he ever did. I asked every artist, if there's one show where you realize what happened, it could be technical mm. difficulties. Yeah. It can be, I forgot my lines after every single time. Yeah. The power went up, like, break me down. Give me the it was worst. The, it was the church equipment. So they had me... <laughs> 
they had me in like some i don't know what you guys call it here but like in the farms like in in a remote area okay. and people had traveled from the city because you can like you don't need to drive you literally walk to the stage that means everybody can drink and have fun um and the equipment was like really weird like it was like there was an organ on stage there was like a huge mic with like a fluffy ball on it and it was it just it was giving church it was giving church vibes um i could hear an echo uh i wasn't the only person complaining but mm-hmm. then and then that thing also came off what is it like a pop filter yeah, like the, 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 the noise the actually noise yeah, yeah. Mark, whatever you call it then that came off when i was performing cuz i'm also like a dancer when i'm on stage and i i i literally could not wait to to get away from that and i think that's when i really started taking technical um um the technical hospitality seriously you know where it's like if i say it's this then it's this if it's that brand then it's that brand i expect mm-hmm. my mic to look like this and i take sound check very seriously before i go to a show i have to have sound check um i'm not one to i mean i i love the club scene i'll perform in the club um but if there's somebody that can get there like a few hours before just to check things out mm-hmm. that's how professional i am like i want to make sure that everything is to the t because like you just never know who's watching <laughs> you never know who's watching so definitely like the church equipment the church equipment in that remote area but still he shout out to them like they paid me very nice money um but in hindsight i feel like i should have probably bumped the cheese up just to make sure technical was right uh-huh. <laughs> okay definitely hey man at that <laughs> definitely well tell me this mm. what was and it's going to be what what was your favorite mm. concert i hate if that may put a bit but since we went from the worst let's go to your favorite concert yeah. that you just felt one with every single person you felt the vibe it was like crazy yeah I was very demoralized when I walked in to India and they came well it was their McDonald's they literally don't have any beef it's like everything chicken and veggies so <laughs> I was very disappointed with the burgers there but it was definitely NH7 weekend uh it's something that's hosted by uh, obviously their own sponsor and I can't mention it here but a certain rum we all know what the rum is mm-hmm. um Cody's sister. Oh, Cody. No, it is Cody. <laughs> you know which one it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what Cody's named after? That rum. Uh and they were hosting a a huge concert in Pune, India, 50,000 people. Um and nobody knew 50, me. 000, yeah, Jesus. nobody knew me. Uh I was probably the only girl black girl there. Um and getting on stage and it's like literally just vibing with the music and everyone is turning up and there's fireworks and water mm. like spilling about and like uh lots of guitars and just it's it's mad it's sick it's amazing mm-hmm. I think for me it was definitely the the best show of my life 50,000 people in India and nobody knew who I was I was literally going talent energy yes. good vibes Let me let me ask you about what brought that. Was it the acoustic was it the band? Was mm. it the guitar? Like it was the vibe of course with 50 people yeah. and energy yeah. but uh when you mentioned the guitar the I mean man I can just when you said that I can imagine that. Yeah. But you're looking at when you normally perform. Yeah. DJ soundtrack or you have band which one do you go? I think that the 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 best like alluded to is definitely like if you've seen a little Uzi Vert on studio like on on stage sorry then that's probably like the closest that I can you know that's the energy I feel of I like I like raging Amen. um I like really turning up like feeling the music inside you band 
every single string, every mm -hmm. single note. I am very spiritual when it comes to my music on stage. Like, and, and I think that's what the fans fed off and what the fans feed off. So as much as backtrack is something that's safe and that people do do, I mean, I, I do do that. It's not my favorite. I really love band. I love connecting with another human being. I like vibing with them on stage, you know, from the bass to the electric to the, okay. the acoustic, the drums. Ooh, love it. I'm going to ask you this, and I never <laughs> asked somebody that, but based off of this, mm. which one has more chances of technical difficulties? Of course it's bad. It's, it's a band because it's if bad. that you're that track mess up it's a big mess up though it's, like, it's a, a big band. mess up yeah and and that's why i feel like it's something so spiritual right like you guys all have to be on like in right. sync like you guys have to really connect beyond the music i can't explain it but if you've been part of a band mm -hmm. you know it's just the eye contact the listening to each other the things that you take for granted uh, and once you're there and then you feel your hair stand up, I was speaking to somebody before, like, and you, there's this thing that happens, then you know, we're about to make magic. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, I would prefer, when I was doing music, and I always told people, if I could pick a genre mm. of music, I would not want to be a hip-hop artist. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be, listen, I'm going to tell you why. When I break this down, mm -hmm. Afropunk. Ain't nothing okay, okay, like okay, 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 Afro okay. punk. I mean, I'm okay. out there. There's dreadlocks, mohawks, just, just, <laughs> just heavy black, heavy metal. Who's there's, the hottest Afro punk artist right now? I don't know who's really hot right now because it's because we're in this area. It doesn't visit the southeast as much as it will. Okay, okay. And maybe it'll go to Atlanta or no, yeah, it's in New yeah. York at the Zoo York. Yeah, the skateboarding. Yeah, scene. yeah, skateboarding is still like designated to very few locations that have skate yeah, park. Yeah. So um, I got to open up and do a Afropunk uh, concert. Whoa. We opened up for Yin Yang Twins Yee. years ago when they was hot. I mean, they coming right off of like uh, to the window, to the wall, Yin Yang Twins. We opened <laughs> up for them. Shut up. And it was an amazing energy because of like, I feel like when you're rapping, yes, you got swag. You're still holding your composure. Mm. There's a little bit of like coolness, even if you hype. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's like an attempt, like it, it's, it's a certain, depends on what type of rapper. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Some people can be a humble rapper mm. or you can be this bravado. It depends on your music. But mm. when you are, one thing I would say is the longevity of mm. being in rock. Mm. I like the excitement. I like the screaming. I like the, you know, hey. you're like Wolverine, like you can't do that <laughs> in 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 hip hop. You can't let that thing go. Or if you do, I mean, you can, but sometimes it's like half the people you may lose. I'm like, man, that stuff too crazy. That's too like. That's okay. why, like, when Andre 3000 does that, what's the songs when they used to go ball to the wall and bump mm, on the back mm, dance mm, and break down there? Mm. You get the people that do that. You may lose some of your genre because they didn't understand you were recording it. Mm. It was so much life and energy. You felt so alive doing yeah. that. And the stuff that makes you probably feel more alive, people can't 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 swallow that. They they gotcha. need they need to know the words. Mm. They need to be able to sing it. They need to be able to do it. And mm. I mean like they're not gonna go into that beast mode with you, but mm. that's that's just what I say. Give me rock and I can have a long future <laughs> rocking out, screaming. Doing a mosh pit, jumping yep. over crowd. Even though rappers, when you think about this, That's the rappers the are staying yeah. down in the mosh pit. Yeah. But if they're going to do it, you got to go ahead and do it all the way. You got to go ahead and 
do some homework. So, I mean, like, with a little Uzi, like, the respect is still there. Oh, yeah, 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 Uzi, he get it. Um, what's this one, Jaleel, wow, whatever, this guy? Yeah. It's this six, you seen a guy, he just runs from, like, five miles across the stage and just cuts. This guy's, like, six, four. Oh, my goodness. I watched him for my son's video. This guy, he's wearing, like, like camouflage jeans and boots. And he's muscle, he has no shirt on. And he, I tell you, this crazy dude would just run <laughs> and do a somersault and just fall right into the crowd. He kills it. I will show you this video. I didn't see day. the video. I've never seen a black man run into a crowd like this in my life. He is the hardest stage flipper. He just don't care. Love he it. Mentioned, one time he got up and asked everybody, was they okay? He asked the people, were they okay? <laughs> That's how hard he goes when he's that big. Love it. Yes. <laughs> I want you to, this is a funny question. What's it like going to the grocery store or going to buy something, going to the mall? What's it like for Gigi going now that you are on these television programs? And what's it like? What, how, 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 how does it work for you? I go at night. You go. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Wild American. You know, cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs. I'm here to argue with all y'all. Well, the I'm Here to Argue podcast is brought to you by the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge, the premier premium mobile cigar lounge. If you got a tailgate party, a, a music festival, birthday parties, weddings, baby showers, golf tournaments, concerts, just imagine what this extra element gives to your event. If you're planning something and you got a mobile cigar lounge, pull up. K-Moss has that red carpet. He got that velvet rope. He got that projector light that hits the bottom. You know what I'm saying? You got the TVs, the leather couches, that amazing ceiling that he got in there. This is what you need. So hit K-Moss at 864-809-2797. And you know what the motto says. Tap that fat ash and put some smoke in the air. Yo, yo. It's Wild America. I'm back with some more. Season three is on its popping. And the podcast game has evolved. So your boy had to evolve. So I'm here to tell you that season three is being filmed and shot and recorded at Evolution Creator Studios. I have never been in a studio like this. I can only describe to you. Maybe you'll see it, but you may not be able to see it. You know why? Because there's a green screen behind me. But when I tell you, this is what I needed to step my level and the quality and everything that I am going to bring to you on this podcast. So check this out. If you have to record, get anything done, if you want to do a commercial shoot, voiceovers, if you are an aspiring artist, singer, whatever you need, this place has it. When I tell you walk in, they got a makeup room, they got a reception room, they got a green room. You can literally live in this place for a month and never have to leave and have everything done. 
They got a production room, a voiceover room. It is amazing. Anytime you are in Greenville, call this number, set this up, come see it. I don't want to hog all this luxury for myself. They got me feeling like a superstar right now. You know, Chris and Javon, they are the best. I mean, they will make you feel really comfortable because it's kind of overwhelming when you go in and see something so nice. You're like a kid in a candy store. What can I do with all this? And they're there to say, don't worry. We got your back. Do what you're good at doing. We'll take care of it. So hit them up at 864 864- 981-2979. And I'm telling you, there's nothing in the upstate that's quite like this. You're not going to find it, period. And I'm here to argue about that. Check us out. Season 3, Evolution Creator Studios in Greenville. I'm out. What night? Yeah. If I can go. Otherwise, I send somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I sent my little sister. <laughs> you so so you so okay okay. But I love but I still love interacting with with the people that put me on. We call them the Gigi Gang. So they call the Gigi Gang. Yeah yeah, it's the Gigi Gang. Like they they real like they really like you need to check hashtag Gigi Gang. Like okay. I've, I've got I've got crazy fans. Hashtag um, Gigi Gang. Hashtag Gigi Gang. Like I've got crazy fans. Like friends who like. <laughs> like flip over cars like like, my my fans are a little crazy so i'm sometimes afraid of my fans (laughs) what is that feeling like no let's 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 indulge here what is it like i mean what does that well we're a movement i'm i'm not just an artist you know like i said i i represent a great demographic of young people okay um there's something called trees must fall um that happened in like 2015, 2016. I was still at the university and it was about young people not being able to finish school because mm-hmm. the fees were really high. Yeah. And um, I was one of the young leaders at the forefront of some of the protests mm-hmm. uh, where there were solutions that were created, lots of uh, bursary schemes that were created to help young people. My mom is a registered nursing sister and okay. I know how it feels, how like her having to work like two or three jobs to make sure that I, you know, went to school and did what I needed to do. That's why I needed to bring the degree home Amen. so bad. You did so, that. I mean, my fans are very like daring. They would like do anything for me. Um, yes. <laughs> it's not the nicest. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not the greatest you? thing to do. But I I mean, like right now in South Africa, we're going into voting season, and everybody knows that they need to hit me up. <laughs> the right people, you know. And, really? And yeah. and and, and that, my fans cool. take me very seriously, just as much as I take them seriously. I know what the cause is about, and uh, we are just normal kids coming from normal backgrounds. Nothing has been handed to us on silver platters. So if it's going to burn, it's going to burn. If it's going to shake, it's going to shake. You know, if we're going to vote for someone, we're going to vote for someone. And I think our leaders like know. Yeah. So what that means, and this is what that tells me about you, that means you understand what's at stake with every move you make. Absolutely. Who you represent. If you mess this up, it's, it, it sets not only you, but generations and people Absolutely. Can, can get a setback. So a lot of, you know, artists don't. And they think it's about them mm. and not about I'm going to open up doors and create uh, opportunities and I'm going to help so many people more mm. than me. Yeah. So I got to do this the right way, because mm. if I 
mess it up. It is, yeah. it, you know, they, it may not be another person who cares as much as I care Absolutely. to come in there. So I truly um, thank you for, for being that. If nobody has told you, thank you for being cautious. Thank mm -hmm. you for being careful. Thank you for watching what you do before you do it. Thank mm. you for just representing and being that positive um, thank you. artist that people that a lot of women don't have. Mm, thank um, you. What did you think about the first time you was approached about love and hip hop? How did it happen? What went through? Listen. <laughs> I'm asking some questions now. Hey, he said I'm gonna do. I mean, I'm, my career is quite um, has been quite turbulent in the sense that I've always managed to like take the wheel. I mean, you know, Jesus takes take the wheel sometimes. Right. And uh, I was actually surprised because naturally you're like, okay, people think I'm dramatic. People think, you know, but then I decided to look at it in that, like, that means I can create a good story. That means I can orchestrate a good story. That means I can give good TV. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people had been looking at my social media. Some people find me funny. Some people find me entertaining. Some people find me like just informative. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there are different parts of me. I believe in acknowledging that I am a young, uh, beautiful black product mm -hmm. of society. Okay. Um, but in the same breath, I also do believe that, you know, I have responsibilities in the greater scheme of things to do stuff. So with Love and Hip Hop, what I was really afraid of was that I was going to come out tacky, a fighter, mm -hmm. you know, the usual trash TV. Mm -hmm. And it kind of did happen that like... <laughs> That some people are just like, oh my goodness, is this like Gigi? Um, but I, I really got to tell my own story in my own words. Because that. a lot of the time, like a lot of tabloids and people kind of orchestrate that. So shout out to like everyone who believed in us in that way, like the likes of Mona Scott, Lima, Zimugo, everyone who was part of the dream that was Love and Hip Hop South Africa. And I think even for you sitting here as... Um, you know, being American, you're just wondering, like, what could African people show us about hip hop? You know, and that's that, you know, you guys have like sown a very great seed that has turned into something that has become a worldwide, worldwide movement and culture, mm -hmm. you know, from the caps to the, to the, to the you know, the, the gear, to okay. the, you know, the J's, to the, like everything. And um, it's definitely not something to be slept on. So I knew that I had a responsibility going on there. Like internationally, we're also being watched. Like, yes. okay, you guys say you love in hip hop South Africa. What makes you the same, but what makes you different? Right, right. And I mean, that's one of the things I want to know. What is the difference? Because yeah. when I, how do I say this? I fell out of it a long time ago when I realized the cat where's bites. the love and where's the hip hop? Oof. That's that's the, that's where I kind of like show me where's hip hop. Yeah. At one point, because it's all about this person cheating on that, and this is messy, yeah. messy, messy. And I'm yeah. like, I don't see hip hop, so I completely went away. And it's kind of like, mm. what was the other show? Love and basketball. And I'm like, where's the love? Mm. You, you get mm. what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, what? Sometimes you start something mm. and it creates something else. So that's why I want to know because I want to watch. I'm I'm locked in on. On yours now. I'm I'm coming back to the love and hip hop ship, and I'm watching South Africa. Can you start from season two? Because season two, like, is probably gonna come back, and we're gonna shoot some, like, hopefully it comes back. I can't say too much, but like, can you start from season two? Because I feel like season one is always like a trailer, and everyone's trying to understand everyone. And yeah. 
Yeah. I know that, but I mean, I was definitely the party starter, like <laughs> the fire starter, like the problem, the antagonist, well, the villain. You got all the screen time then. That's what that means. They need that. If you're not bringing no drama, no, you're not getting no screen, not as much screen. Because a lot of people, they want to get who can get the most screen time so they can do that thing. But but to be fair, we did have a lot of moments for South African hip hop. Amen. You know? And Q also had his time. Yes. Uh, shout yes, out to yes. Tony. Uh, he's here as well. Tony. Uh, yeah, Mr. Tony Detroit's in yes. the building. Yeah. So they were like a part of it. Um, and they're probably going to be a part of a, you know, the many more. Hopefully, if it comes back, I can't say too much. You've got support. you got people that support you. you got, okay, not only do you have people who support you, you got people that adore you, people that are with your cause. Mm. You're in the right way. This is a good team. Some mm. people don't have the right team. When you walked in here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect on the beginning of how you were going to get out. Like, don't look at me till I walk straight through here. Don't talk to me. I would, you don't know, you know, some people, they have very different uh, stipulations when you interview them. You know okay. what I'm saying? And you just came in 100% you, 100% genuine. And I thank you for that. Thank you. Because a lot of girls, there's some diva treatment out here like, you know, I, I think I, maybe, maybe it's a sign. Maybe I need to come back next time. And I go, oh. Hello, <laughs> cup of tea. Hey, well, <laughs> hey, hey, you got to do it. I mean, there's some people, there's stipulations. I can only wear white. It has to be cherries. Love it. has it. to be strawberries. Got to be this, got to be that. It's too much thinking, man. It's just rock. But you know what, though? That, that, that gentleman, Tony, though, he has a very good presence on the phone mm. like just hearing them mm. i'm like man they are I, it's, we talk like we already knew each other <laughs> and we it. just got on the phone and it was just joke i like to just start off with a joke and just going straight just being yeah. because it is like he's trusting me to interview an artist mm. and shout out to q because q must have good standing to say hey call this guy because he didn't have to call me like i don't know this guy yeah. he ain't nobody who is wild america never heard of him. <laughs> thank you for giving me this call if he can say it behind that i'm okay if the mic came back mm. but i just want to say thank you because mm. you didn't have to he mm. could have said man you know we, we want something else q i know we love you all right i owe you a favor all right and whatever no gotcha so, yeah <laughs> um, so i want to ask some animal questions if mm -hmm. Gigi had to be an animal what is Gigi and what is your animal spirit are you a wolf are you a dog? Are you a falcon? Are you an eagle? Are you a gazelle? What are you? Some wild America question. Now we get ready to get this. I need all this. It depends. Are we are we going into like are we can we go into mystical animals as well? Everybody. Okay. I had two I people would, say that. Mystical you know baby? Listen, they're on the right frequency. I'll probably be a mermaid. Um a mermaid or a snake. Uh, just the ideas around, and I mean, don't look at it the same way. In, I'm, I'm waiting in, on this in Africa, you know, we believe that the snake is very sacred in the sense that, you know, there is a rebirth, it's able to shed its skin. Um, it's not very easy to kill a snake. Mind my own business unless you come for me. <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm with you. I like um, that aspect. It also represents a, a huge ancestral energy, depending on the type of snake. So the African rock python mm -hmm. and the albino python represents a kind of ancestral energy when you dream of it so it's like if you see that in your um dreams you shouldn't really be running for it, from it. it actually represents yeah an ancestral or an angelic spirit around you um and also like uh just a spirit of protection so it would definitely be that uh, okay i quite like the mystical mermaid because you never see it those who are lucky to see it in african folklore <laughs> will see it and i know the little mermaid is quite a thing right now in america um 
you know, and um, yeah, we believe that it does exist. Okay. Um, possesses certain powers, and uh, we call her Mami Water. Mommy mother water? water, mother water. Okay, yeah, heard that's a dude right yeah. there. Yeah, okay. Let me ask you this these DJs, these mm. African DJs are killing it. Yes, absolutely. I'm real big on African DJs, right? Where, which is your favorite? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna, add, I'm gonna name a couple, I'm gonna ask you about these two. Better be so, good. I like watching the boiler rooms and the different things, right? I like the older boiler rooms that's going on, okay. So most people don't understand, I ride to that. I listen to, I got like so many different playlists and just African You DJs. know music. Boiler Room is like people don't, I'll be trying to tell you. Yep. People. So what about these two, it's these two twins, Major League ah, DJs? My boys. Hey, they my are boys. getting it. Like when I listen to them, bro, yeah. I like them. I like their vibe. I like them. I can watch them all day doing it. Love like, it. Let me ask you this, and I've heard this. Yeah. Is... The African DJ scene, mm. they're saying they are the best DJs in the world. Absolutely. I can, I, I believe that. But people don't understand why. You got to understand what they do, the way they move, the way they bring it. Mm. The African now, I get some people can say it's one kind of tone, one kind of bass line. Mm -mm. It, it's, it's, it's so good. I can get it where, because a lot of the rhythm, it's almost the same rhythm, yes. but they freak it, everybody has their own remix to the same yep. thing, but it's really unique. But I paint when I do my live art shows. And yes. Oh, wow. I do a lot of live events where I just paint. I play African music and I just paint. Wow. I'm doing all this stupid stuff here. I'm getting to it. But I just wanted to touch, touch base wow. and see if that's if you thought that because those African grooves, those African bass lines, I think there's certain bass lines and notes and just certain frequencies in that African DJ that you're not getting anywhere else the way they are just it take a while for it to build but if you can be patient they're gonna take you for a ride absolutely who's your favorite African DJ well you named the twins yeah. the twins are definitely my favorite Banila and Bandile those are their names okay okay major league yes um definitely DJ Maporisa so Maporisa has actually worked with, he's worked with a lot of people. I think he's worked with Drake. He's worked with Chris Brown. Um, he's worked with a few, uh, um, I think, in the future. Yeah, but he's worked with uh, quite a few uh, American acts. Um, let me think, DJ, there's so many Black Coffee. Okay. He's probably South yes, African. Yes, I know yes, he just yes. did Madison Square. Um, so it's, it's very true what you're saying. It's crazy that you paint because that means that the Sonics, and the music uh -oh, gives you talking sends, yeah, it sends frequencies to you to be able to kind of put out I'm what you're in. putting out. I'm getting there as soon as and I And not everyone there. can do that, so shout out to I you. I do it a lot. Like, I'll be yeah, white yo. on fire. Like, with, like, there may be a person Listen. here moving, and I got this girl doing yoga in front of me. Listen. I'm, I'm throwing paint on her you and taking the paint off her and doing yeah, here. She's doing yoga. <laughs> I got to show you a video. There is literally a master, this girl, I was on this rooftop. And there's this girl, I don't know what level. If yoga has black belt, she yeah. is a grandmaster. <laughs> so, I mean, there's paint on her feet. There's paint on her abs. There's paint on her butt. There's paint all Amen. over her. She's doing all this stuff, right? <laughs> and there's a canvas right here. And I'm, like, taking it. And I'm being so dramatic with it. I'll, like, touch her. and like, walk over here. Uh -huh. And I'll walk back over. And I'm, like, blah, blah, blah. And I do this thing, right? But it was so beautiful because once you create that, yeah, I hate to say this, it's a bun. Mm. And it's hard to break that bond after you it's create dying. something that was just right there at the moment. Like, I can do a piece of artwork that took me six months, mm. 
people won't buy that one. Mm. But seeing me magically do something that took two minutes of me yeah. doing that, yeah. they're like, it spoke to my soul. I got to Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even, I, didn't, I barely did anything. I just slapped my head and did that. They're like, no, that's that's me. I got it. Like, how much meet me here tomorrow? I'm coming to get that. So, But um, that's the thing with, like, connecting like that with... Uh, I don't know what you'd like to call it, but like the African music, you know, element, like once you, like you're saying, once you connect, like it's a bond that sure. you can't really, and it's not supposed to be difficult, right? Right? You you literally go into somewhat of a trance and in that trance, you're very confident. So when you say like, when you, you say like, I'm, I'm dramatic and it, it speaks to that confidence, right? Like, you know what you're doing because you're not alone anymore there's her. something else you're doing and you're doing it well and that's why you're not even like hesitating about it Jesus and it comes Christ, out the way it comes out Jesus Christ. i mean she it's you're getting to the tea <laughs> i'm just gonna say this well i got two awesome questions yeah and then i want you to leave your fans and let your fans know and everything know what's to see what they're going to see in the future yeah. so two questions i want to is it harder for a male South African artists or for a female South African artists? Because I want to talk about their rhythm, their lyrics, how their sound is versus your sound. Yeah. What's harder to be successful? I think ours because there's naturally like a, but that's a universal issue, right? There's a timeline on us like, oh, when you get to this age, no one's going to want to see you play your music or whatever because we're girls. But also because they're not like now we're seeing like a huge influx of women come into the industry. But all along, it's always been like men. You know, but I also think that's a superpower because it's just easier for me to look different to you and your five guy friends like mm -hmm. when you guys get to the studio you guys like all looking the same all doing the same thing and whatever and i'm like a girl and i can just like offer something completely different so i've just chosen to even though it's like difficult because like they're not many of us and i'm probably the youngest on the scene yes um mainstream i still do feel like it's actually been to my own advantage because it's just easier to like stick out and and do things that are different because it's like you're boys but i'm a girl and i hold myself in the highest regard that that is my superpower like the future can kind of be female okay yeah. well, what about their sound because the i asked you that think about yeah. the guy's sound before you answer think about the majority of yourself african yeah. male their sound yeah. I'm going to go somewhere with that. I want to kind of see if you're going to go there before I kind of... I don't know. Is it the sound of the lyrics? The 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 sound of their vocals. Mm. I don't know. I think, I think because I know some of them, like, they all sound different to me. But at the end of the day, like, the message is still the same. Like, okay. the lyrics are still the same. So do you get a lot of... Like, do you get... Oh, yeah, you yeah, get, yeah, yeah. You got a lot of, like, their voices are, like... I've seen a lot of them, their voices are very, they're raspy like mine, but they are, it's rough. It's, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Like, yeah. they, like, does it have to be rough? Yes, but now we're getting like a bit of a mix. Um, there's an artist, his name is Nasty C. I, I know he's got, yeah, he's gotten into studio with Big Sean, and some amazing, like, artists that he's worked with uh, in the past. And he's quite, you know, gentle with it. But like I'm saying, that's why he's he sticks out. Good. But like a lot of our boys, you're right, yeah. it's like very DMX-like. It know? is very, yeah. very, 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 absolutely. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, but the female, I'm like, you have so many different ways y'all can rap mm. and talk sexy or y'all can talk. Y'all can go, it's so many different ranges that from a female 
It's yeah. like she can go dun, 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 uh, yeah. uh, uh, and then you got, you know, where they can go fast and mm. one time they can go really freaky and say something really quick. So I'm yeah. like, wow. Okay. Wow, that's a good observation. I, I, I tried. I yeah. tried a little bit. <laughs> um, TV shows. I think TV shows open up the game. The independent TV mm. shows mm. open it up for a lot of the Caribbean vibes mm. when they started putting if they're playing your song mm. and they put that little caption in the scene yeah. of the artist singing it yeah i think that is the biggest thing to really bridge the culture of what's going on across the ocean is we're listening to these jams and like when movies and tv shows start to mm. play the independent mm. people mm. and they play it during like a coffee or a mm. networking event a rooftop event and they chop it up in the scene and they're showing the artist and you're like Wow, I gotta write that down to yeah. go down. Or now that they got that app that you can listen to the music, yeah. and they're like, "Who is that? Who is that? Who is that?" That's, That's I think that is probably the thing that probably really helped mainstream a lot of your music because it's getting people who never would have mm. heard that song or heard that artist. If mm. you're in Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and they're playing one of your songs and they put that caption, or if you're on anything and they drop that, they're like. Yo, that's so hot. Hey, I gotta, mm. I gotta go check that out on the spot. Now we can do that. Versus, damn, that song hitting in the background. Let me wait to the end of the credits ah. and see who do it. Yeah. And nobody can wait that long. They can grab it. They can grab yeah. it there. That's sure. a very good observation. Yeah. I think I need to talk to them for the other season. <laughs> well, we gonna, we gonna make that happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to get this opportunity mm. to thank the Cardi B. But she's not the Cardi B. She is in her own lane. She is the statue. She is the monument. She is the trailblazer. Um, we're lucky to have her in South Carolina right now in the Greenville area at Evolution Creation Studios. Um, you know, when we get people like this, we got to embrace them, love them, hug them, because it's a lot of awesome things in the upstate. And let me just throw the surprise out there. Before anything, what did you think about this place? I gotta Amazing! That. I don't know. I like this is one of my favorites. Um, definitely the recording studio. I mean, definitely. makeup studio, of course. <laughs> That's where the real magic happens. I mean, you know, no offense to anyone, <laughs> the, the guys, but the ladies gave me like that's where the magic happens, and uh, it's like. I worry about a place like this because I'll probably pack a bag for like two weeks and like my parents wouldn't see me. I'd literally come here like record, um, do something visually, um, listen, do my own lookbook, do some content in the other room, hey, YouTube. Yes, yes. It's, it's a very sca scary place to be in. It feels like a kid in a candy store, absolutely. Or like a kid at, what's that place called? Dave and Buster's? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel as a musician being here. Like it's a very overwhelming in a good way like I, I, I really like just to say to my mom back in south africa like if i go missing in america you definitely know that i'm here <laughs> but like i'm working super hard and i'll see you in the next two months <laughs> <laughs> this is right it's right next to atlanta so everybody from atlanta yeah check it out well, i mean we toured g vegas what you call greenville it's hitting on all four cylinders. They got something going on here that you may be surprised. Mm -hmm. You might not can't find us in Atlanta and it's two hours away. It will be worth the drive, worth your time. So I'm just glad this is the first episode of season three of the I'm Here to Argue podcast. We're here, we're doing a couple episodes and we're gonna be bringing it. I decided season three was gonna happen 
it happened ahead of time and I couldn't have came out and started it with a better person. Oh, so you. So let's do this. I want you to tell your fans, let everybody know where they can find you at on your handles and, and, and let's, let's get you, I know you probably got a lot of people to see and a yes. lot of things to do, but you gave the little people in South Carolina, like in the dirty South, a little bit of time. So I thank you. So after you do that, yeah. matter of fact, I should do this first. Mm -hmm. Give me a wild America. Say, give me a wild America shout out. Mm -hmm. Okay, say, Gigi Lemayne, I'm here to argue with wild America. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm here I got, to argue with wild America. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Give me one. Give me a name drop. I got to put okay. this on my intro. Yo, what's good, guys? It's your girl Gigi Lemayne, aka Inkosazania Sekasi, or Kamga is South Africa, Johannesburg. Courtesy of Love and Hip Hop South Africa, and I'm here to argue at Wild America. Argue it, argue it, argue <laughs> it. We argue, mean? but we didn't even get to argue because she's such a beautiful soul. Oh, it's not. That's what I this do is it about. again. This I'm gonna do it again. Is. I'm a perfectionist. Please. What? Oh, I forgot. She's hungry. Home. She hungry like that. I'm I forgot. hungry like that. Argue with Wild America. Yo, what's good, family? All the way from Johannesburg, South Africa, and I'm here to argue with Wild America. Ah. <laughs> now, tell them your handle. Give me your handles. I just want to get mine before I forgot, because if I'd have yes. I'd have been excited and I'd have got off. So Alrighty. tell them where to get your info at. Never so you can follow me at underscore Gigi underscore Lemayne. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Twitter's now X. Yeah, yeah. TikTok. Facebook, look for the blue tick. Look for the blue tick. YouTube, lots of cool content coming out. And a huge shout out to you guys for hosting me. Uh, this means so much to me. Thank this you. is literally the beginning uh, of my journey in the United States. And I promise, promise, I don't forget. I definitely take names. All right, now. <laughs> and I'm so that. grateful for just being here and for you guys like taking your time out on a weekend to be here with me. Um, and I think my fans will absolutely love, love, love. Don't forget to go out, subscribe, do what you need to do because from now on, guys, we're arguing. <laughs> hey, we're gonna be here. We're gonna be here, and we can do it virtually. So we found out we got a screen yes. here that we can we can be. So if she's in Africa, yeah, she right here at her favorite new place here. So we there at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs. I'm here to argue with all y'all. This is Wild America. Thank y'all for staying tuned. I love you, and you know what I say? It's time for me to smoke my wacky tobacco. And I'm out. <laughs>